Happy Friday, everyone. This is the weekly installment of the Jason Wright Show titled Best Friday Ever. The reason why is because I want to send you off into the weekend with what I hope is the absolute best Friday of your life. All right. Now, maybe that's shooting a little high, but that's what we're going for here. All right. So, Steve Jobs was known for a lot of things, right? Some would call him a sadist. Some would call him a genius. Some would call him one of the master innovators of our time. Some would even call him an artist. But one of the things that Steve Jobs most certainly was, was a craftsman. Allow me to explain. So when Steve Jobs was a kid, he used to watch his dad build cabinets. His dad was a cabinet maker and by all accounts, a carpenter. However, you'd be hard-pressed to categorize Steve's dad as a carpenter or a builder because what he was was an actual craftsman. He crafted the cabinets that he would build. He was such a craftsman that he would actually take the cabinets and he would finish the backs of the cabinets that would be nailed to the wall that no one would ever see, and he would handle it with just as much care and attention as he would those visible parts of the cabinet. This stuck with Steve for the rest of his life, and whenever he was at Apple, one of the things that used to drive his engineers crazy was that he wanted the motherboards and the insides of all their computers, the MacBooks, all of them, all the way back to the Lisa. He wanted the inside of the computer that no one would ever see to be just as thoughtly, excuse me, thoughtfully lined out and beautified as that which we would see. One of the things that set Apple apart was the fact that the the, the devices that they were making were in, in and of themselves like pieces of art. I mean, look at your iPhone. It feels good in the palm of your hand. That's what Steve Jobs wanted to do. He wanted to craft products that people enjoyed looking at, that they enjoyed holding. These things that that you you would never think about whenever using a computer or something like that, he took the time to think about them because he was a craftsman. But the most important point was the insides had to be made beautiful as well. And whenever I relate this to self-improvement, I absolutely, with 100% conviction, believe that the single most important things that we can develop in ourselves are those things that no one ever sees. It's what's on the inside. It's our mind. It's our emotion. It's taking care to make sure that we, we strive for joy, not just happiness. You see, happiness is temporary. It fades. It's like a sugar high. It comes and it's gone. But joy starts within. And generally speaking, joy usually starts with something that's hard, that to the outside world looks like a struggle, looks like pain. But if we can make it through it, then we can have long-lasting joy. So here's my challenge on this Best Friday ever for you and basically for me as well. Let's be craftsmen of ourselves. Let's not just focus on the outward appearance. You know, let's not walk through life in the witness protection program. We look like somebody completely different than who we really are. We focus on building within ourselves the absolute best version of ourselves by doing those things that no one may ever see, but they will eventually notice the fruit of those things. They may not see what's going on behind the scenes. You know, it's kind of the, the proverbial 
overnight success. There is no such thing. All we see is the manifestation of all those activities and the pain points and the struggles and the grit that was going on when we weren't seeing what this individual was doing. Jerry Seinfeld, one of the greatest comedians that has ever lived, whenever he started to make it out in New York, he realized if he really wanted to hit the big time, if he really wanted to achieve his goals as a comedian, he had to get out to the West Coast. So when he gets out there, he goes to where every other comedian who has ever made it goes. That is the comedy store owned by Mitzi Shore. This is Polly Shore's mom. And Jerry keeps trying and trying and trying to get on stage. He shows up night after night hoping that someone's slot will open up and he can fill it. Maybe he can get an open mic. Never. Never gets to take the stage. Finally, he goes back to speak to Mitzi Shore and he says, you know, Mitzi, I'll do anything to get on stage. If you ever have anyone that cancels on you or whatever, I'm your guy. Call me. And here's what Mitzi Shore says to him. You are not funny. I don't like you. And you're never going to perform on my stage. She's talking to Jerry Seinfeld. Disputably, the greatest comedy or comic of all time at this point, right? So what does Jerry do? Jerry goes and starts to work on his craft, doing things that no one will ever see him do in order to be prepared to be the absolute best for when they do see him. He resolves to sit in a chair for one hour every day from that day forward and write. So dedicated is Jerry Seinfeld to this practice that even if he does not put one word on the page, he will not get up from the chair until he has been there at least an hour. But that's not where it ends. Jerry Seinfeld, he takes every single joke that he writes and he rearranges it and he and he whittles it down and he makes sure that every single punchline, every story, everything is meticulously thought out and put in its absolute perfect place. That's why I've seen Jerry Seinfeld perform, I think at this point, three times live. And sometimes he will tell the exact same jokes that he was telling in the first season of Seinfeld, and they still hit perfectly. The timing is perfect. The wording is precise. And you don't mind that you've heard it before. It's so good. He has made it so good. He has crafted his joke so well that you're happy to hear it over and over again. He took the time to do those things that no one will ever see so that the parts that they do see shine brightly and are almost perfect. This is what we must do. If we are going to be craftsmen of ourselves, then we must be willing to do the work on ourselves Working on those parts of our bodies, our minds, our spirits that no one will ever see. This is how we truly sculpt ourselves into the absolute best version of ourselves. Never take for granted those things that you're doing. If you're grinding it out right now and you're wondering why in the hell am I even pursuing this? Let's say that you're a writer and I'm not saying that you are writing a book. No, if you are taking the time to write, you are a writer and you must see yourself as such. If that is your goal, that's your desire, 
And you're writing page after page after page. You're getting pissed because no one ever sees your work. No one ever sees your book. Remember this. The most important thing that you might be doing is the work that no one will ever see so that one day that which they do see is infinitely better than it would have been had you not focused on crafting yourself as a writer. Work on what is within you. Do not be consumed with what's outside. Look, I'm sure Steve Jobs' dad's uh, cabinets were absolutely stunning. They were probably beautiful. But here's what they were more than anything. If you pulled the cabinet away from the wall and you looked at the back of the cabinet, for a moment you might be shocked to go, oh my goodness. This cabinet has been finished on the back. I, I, ne- I, can't, I can't believe this. But here's the more important thing. You wouldn't just see the back of a cabinet that had been finished and was as beautiful as the front that everyone saw. You would see the artifacts of a man who himself was an exceptional work of craftsmanship. And the fact that the back of that cabinet was finished would give you insight into every other aspect of this man's work. That's the way we need to be. We need to be so obsessed and concerned with the things that no one may ever see. It's, it's cliche at this point, the old quote. Character is doing the right thing when no one is watching. That's what this is about. Don't ever neglect the back of the cabinet. Be a craftsman of your own life, your work, and yourself. All right? So when it comes to being a craftsman, when it comes to shaping who you're going to be, here's what I want you to do. I want you to do it, and I want you to continue to improve. Always in all ways. Hey, I hope you'll go out and check out jasonrightnow.com and you will subscribe to the Vitruvian Letter if you have not done that. I've got some great content coming up. I've got some amazing eBooks that I'm working on with Dr. Gus Vickery on health, wellness, body composition. There's so many cool things that I can't wait to just get launched out there. Texas Titan Media is working at a fever pitch to get a lot of stuff together and put out on the website. So be checking back to jasonrightnow.com. I'm going to be continually updating it. Also, please check out the Vitruvian Lab. You can go to jasonrightnow.com and you can go to courses and you can see what's available out there. I'm going to be updating the entire website's course catalog. So as you decide to be a craftsman of your life, I want to come alongside you and give you some tools to help you to that end through the Vitruvian Lab. So please check that out. And until we meet again, once again, let me repeat myself. Go out, improve always in all ways. Have a great weekend. Have a great day. I'm Jason and I'm out.